No, it I was have, absolutely fine. I have watched fine. it, by the way. I did watch it in the end. What, Thank Game? God, yeah, finally. Yeah. Yeah, I watched it in preparation for this. Because I hadn't, I'm not going to lie, I hadn't watched the show when I made this song. Really? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Exposed. Yeah, oh, that is now, exposed. Now we got to cancel him. <laughs> Bonkai Sen Bon Sakura Kage Yoshi Welcome anime fans to the Super Anime Podcast where each week we look to entertain, inspire and inform you on all things anime. Whether you're new to anime or a seasoned veteran, we invite you to come listen, share and laugh with us. We hope every episode ignites your attacky spirit and leaves you feeling super. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy. Let's start the show. Noughts and crosses, take risks but we don't take losses. Lyrics from our guest song today and all... <laughs> Let me finish the intro. Let Sorry. Me the intro. <laughs> Sorry, okay, go ahead. I'm t- I might leave that in actually. No, I'm joking. Noughts and crosses, rewind. <laughs> Remix. Noughts and crosses, takes risks but we don't take losses. Lyrics from our guest today and and as all our super lights know, we take wins. I would dare say our guests today have the winning formula. They have amassed over 700,000 followers and over 16 million likes on TikTok. And over 1 million followers across all platforms. They are artists, songwriters, content creators. And on top of that, they are flu- fluent in Japanese. Ladies and gentle weebs, all our super lights, I give you the man who cites many demons are posting as angels and the girl who don't play game. They ain't no, ten- <laughs> this ain't no Nintendo. Welcome to the sh- wonderful, talented creators, Saite and Pinky. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> All right. How Thank are you? you? Us on, no worries. I would say Genki Desuka, but then again, I don't know Japanese. But is that right? Genki Desuka? Yeah, that is right. Sounds is pretty right. good. Ah. Oh, thank you very Thank much. You, you know, you know, just uh, going around in Japan, Japan, doing my broken Japanese, and I always, I always ask, I always ask, "Anata wa ego?" And as soon as they say no, I'm like, "Oh crap!" Now what am, gonna, <laughs> what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do now? Get the, you get the Nihongo umai. People telling you your Japanese is great. Uh no, no one's ever told me my Japanese is great. <laughs> Unfortunately, wow. not. Wow, they literally say that to everyone. Oh really? So, yeah, I think you need to play. You need to work a little bit more. I need to. I need to. I probably do that. Actually. <laughs> I mean, I thought. I, you know what? Actually, when I went to um Kyoto, there was one guy. Maybe he just wanted me to buy something. <laughs> he did say my Japanese was all right. Um, but look, yeah, I just know random words when I was in Japan. So that's actually one of the first questions I wanted to ask you guys, you know, before we mm. get into um, your latest single, Noughts and Crosses. Let's start with the Japanese. How did you both learn Japanese? Because I know you both lived there. Was that how you learned? Or was it a case where you learned it before going to Japan? Okay. Should I start? Yeah, yeah, go for yeah. it. Okay, so I started learning Japanese, like, on my own. I'm primarily self-taught. Mm. 
And it all started when um, I saw, I was watching this show called Heroes. I don't know if you guys, yes. know. You guys probably heard of it. Great show. Yeah. There was this guy and it wasn't the Japanese characters that inspired me, but it was actually Claire's dad, this white guy. Really? Yes. Because he spoke yeah, Japanese. Yeah. Yeah. It turned out he was this undercover mob boss or something. And he walked into a Japanese restaurant and started spitting this Japanese. And I was just like, whoa, imagine if that was a black guy. <laughs> no, literally, that's where it started. And, and then I was just like, you know what? I want to try and be that cool. I want to be a, an undercover mob boss who speaks Japanese. So let me learn a few few words. And then I started, you know, looking up YouTube videos. And then I came across Japanese pod 101 and stuff. And then, yeah, I just started teaching myself. I found a few methods that helped me. And then I just kind of got obsessed because um, after, because Japanese people were always just like, oh, your Japanese is so good, Japanese is so good, even though it was really bad. Um, but that, I was just like, I really liked the attention. So I just continued, <laughs> I literally, I was just like, oh, I want more of this attention. So I just kept learning, kept learning. And then, and then I kind of got into the culture and the music mm. and eventually, you know, and then about, yeah. So I start, self-studied for about two or three, two years. That's awesome. And then... Yeah, wow. had the opportunity to go to Japan. And look, now you're the Japanese-speaking mob boss of TikTok. <laughs> yeah, it's actually, well, you know, I'm not even that good at Japanese, but it oh, paid off. No, he's it paid humble. off. Yeah, I got the attention right. that I wanted. I got the attention that I wanted in the end. Yeah, I mean, a black guy speaking Japanese is like, I mean, obviously, now it's probably a bit more seen, but it's still something that's, I would say, quite rare, um, especially yeah. when you're probably learning it as well. So you're definitely someone who definitely get attention. But when we, um, what about you, Pinky? How did you learn? I mean, anime, right? That's how everybody learns. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so I was kind of self-taught for a while, too. I've always, like, really liked Japanese culture and, like, idol music growing up. Hmm. So I was learning a lot through music. And then I started taking a class in high school. But I was, like, living in Missouri, which you guys probably don't know. It's, like, the middle of america and there there are like literally no asians there so my teacher was just white and she wasn't that great but it like kind of held me through until i moved to japan when i was 19 and then i attended language school for about two years and um then i started working like I, do you know the area shibuya yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. That's my so i started working at a cafe in shibuya and it was pretty close to shibuya 109 so we had a lot of like younger people coming there um, what you call gyaru in Japan and their Japanese was like really rough and I thought it was really cool like the slang they would speak and stuff so I started like kind of practicing that on my YouTube channel and learning how to speak like that and then I went to beauty school and again it was like a lot of young people so I started like learning the slang and stuff so that's kind of how I learned to speak Japanese how mm. I speak it which I cannot believe Saite that you that you've only been studying for three years that's crazy Oh, no, no, no. I studied for about two years before I went to Japan. And then I went to Japan oh, okay. um, for a year. And then it's been like three years since I came back from Japan. So in total, it's been about five, six years since I first started. Okay. So that's, your Japanese yeah. is really good. My <laughs> Japanese good. has stayed the yeah. same level for like four years. <laughs> once I got, once I it feels out, like that. Yeah, but I think because I haven't, I don't use it much now in England apart from mm. my videos. So it's, mm -hmm. I'm rusty. I'm definitely, yeah. I definitely am rusty. And then once you get complacent, it's harder to push through the plateaus. So right. I'm like, and 
and in between N3 and N2 I've just been lost in that pool mm. for, for years now so can you sorry for kanji was that N2 and N3 kanji yeah um oh, what's kanji N- vocabulary yeah, kind of everything yeah it's okay. just like to measure proficiency so N1 is the highest okay uh, it doesn't necessarily mean you're fluent but it means you yeah know, yeah you can get by pretty good yeah yeah okay fair enough fair enough and yeah so i'm just real i just realized that pinky went to japan at the same age as me because i was 19 as well when i went look at that yeah. and can i is this the first time you and maybe you were trolling me saite but is this the first time you guys are speaking together on audio yeah, yeah actually <laughs> <laughs> no, this is monumental her. yeah literally this it's, is um, crazy. You, and honestly, you've never thought that, especially with the song. And oh, wow. Yeah, I might have sent her a few voice notes before. But yeah, we've never I, actually had a conversation on the phone. But I feel like our content and everything is just really similar. Like, mm. I I oh. had a roommate and she really liked her videos on TikTok site. And she was like, you guys should totally do like a video or do some kind of collab together. So oh, really? it's really cool. We, we, like, you know what? I would be I would be happy to, man. That would be dope. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's probably really surprised about the song. Mm, the song was... The song was amazing. Yeah. We'll get to the, the song. song. No worries. We'll definitely get... The song <laughs> was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. But um, in terms of... So just going back to your content, because I really want to big up your content, because both of you are amazing. Um, yeah, and I'll double double down on what Pinky said in terms of your site, in terms of your skits and stuff like that. I watched the... Um, what was it called? The American teacher um, or my English teacher um, was um, mm. American. And, you know, basically said Laurie or Laurie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Red yeah. Laurie. It's yeah. funny because yeah. when I went to Japan um, and we just met, I had some friends there. And we um, and I, So the, the story there is I had a friend, a good friend here who's just up and went to Japan. He said, look, I'm just going, I'm leaving, going to Japan, going to see if I can find work there. And mm. after about a year or two, the guy's speaking Japanese fluently. He's wow. writing in kanji. I'm like, what the hell, Kev? And then he introduces me to his whole like different Japanese friends. So we go to mm. Yoyogi Park. Is that how you say it? Yoyogi Park? Yeah, Yoyogi Park. Um, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, we all just having a good time there. And my brother's speaking to this girl. And then he's asking, yeah, so um, I do the web design, blah, blah, blah. What do you do? And she says, nothing. And my brother's like, what? I said, nothing. And I'm like, nothing? No, nothing. My brother's like, what? And then my brother calls oh. me, oh, Ed, 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 what are you doing? What, Ed, come listen. What, I'll, I'll, uh, you know, and then he, my brother's like, so ask her again, what do you do? And she's like, nothing. It's like, nothing? <laughs> nah. <laughs> but no, and, and, and look, they you know, know they, um, we have Japanese listeners. It's just not to uh, make fun of, because you can make fun of my Japanese, but I just thought. No, this does practically 80% of my content. Right? Yeah, exactly. Right. It just goes <laughs> I'm, I'm writing that down. I'm writing that one down. <laughs> he will use it too. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I'm literally writing it down though. in my memos. Right? I will credit you. Uh, but it was funny like nasty but yeah and then um that was yeah no, i saw the black one in the club as well and the, you know that was funny as well so yeah now fire content and then pinky on your side i also watched your um is it garu slang what is garu slang um sorry i'm not familiar um, with that well garu is like a subculture that started kind of in the 90s like a fashion okay. and the girls that would follow that fashion started talking in like kind of a more rough way like because oh. in japanese you can talk you can sound really polite you can sound kind of mean you can sound boyish so they talk like a little more boyish compared to most girls i guess they're not really trying to sound cutesy but they also Mm. use a lot of slang nowadays so like 
I don't know, things you wouldn't really learn in textbooks. Actually, my teachers would get really mad at me for using <laughs> a lot of the slang in class. Ah, okay. Now, that was a good video. Um, what was the last one where it says, um, Maggie? Oh, Ed, I forgot where. Uh, you got this, Ed. Oh, come on. I know. Ma mango, mango. Gosh, Ed. I mango, mango. Mango, mango. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> that, I was like, that's how you remember it. Mango. But yeah, mango, mango. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. Just uh, make sure. Yeah, sorry, make sure you say mango and not, not something else. <laughs> not mango, right? <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's mango, also another mango. thing you need to be careful of, which is also 80% of my videos. Right. Oh really? <laughs> it's, it's a little eighteen and up, maybe, but nah, it's yeah. all good. It's all good. But no, I really enjoyed it, and I I saw the um pin post, you know, about you know people not saying you're Japanese idol, blah blah blah, and uh, that's one thing. And I'm sure you know this as well, Pinky. And sometimes in the anime culture, the gatekeepers are just Definitely. really ridiculous. It's just like, oh, you haven't seen this, so therefore you don't like anime or you don't watch anime. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's. I don't know what your thoughts on them, but it's it's quite silly and quite retarded in the same in the same case. Whereby, you know, if if someone has seen Spirited Away, that might be their gateway anime. They don't then need to go and watch mm -hmm. Naruto or something obscure like Eden of the East or something like that just to you know say, ah, oh, I'm a, I'm an anime right. watcher. Do you know what I mean? For my, my in, I, go on. Sorry, you go go for it. Oh, I, I don't know. It's just really weird. But I think maybe that's I, I'm realizing lately that's kind of a thing in all kind of communities and subcultures. Mm. But it's the people just express it in a different way. I think people just want to feel like they're like, I don't know, better in some way or that they know more. And especially because a lot of people mm. on TikTok, I feel like are young. So, mm. like, when I was growing up, we didn't really have as much of a voice as kids exactly. do now. Exactly. And I was really annoying at 13. So, I'm really <laughs> glad I didn't have TikTok back then because I would be arguing with adults all day. Mm. That's very true, actually. You can't yeah. tell kids S. So, yeah, yeah that's absolutely true. a lot of true. people who feel like they want to know or be part of something and, and express mm -hmm. their opinions. And then with a platform like TikTok, you get a bunch of young people, you know, speaking out on things that they believe in, which is fair enough. Yeah, but a lot of them just don't have the knowledge or the insight mm -hmm. to be talking like you know, a lot of it is just life experience, yeah, yeah exactly a lot of the time they recycle things that they've heard you know mm. exactly. sound, without knowing the it. exactly and You're then they kind of everyone gets right. into petty arguments especially in the comments <laughs> and everyone's trying to outsmart each other and it's just like none of you know anything about what you're talking about really Neither do you do get that a lot cited like do people come for you too because you're speaking japanese not at all like 99 percent of my comments have always been positive i've That's been good. very fortunate <laughs> yeah i yeah <laughs> and i'm just like because i really do try and stay away from anything controversial i mean the fact that i you know maybe put on japanese accents is controversial in itself mm. but mm -hmm. i think i'm saved by the fact that i can actually speak japanese i don't know that's my theory if i what if i couldn't speak japanese at all and then mm. i was putting on a japanese accent i think it would be a lot more controversial but considering yeah. the fact that i've lived there and i know the culture and i can speak the language i think people kind of give me a pass if that makes sense you know what i mean mm. that's just what i just subconsciously they're like okay well he can actually speak japanese and he's not just making fun of the culture because he's been there and he's lived it so yeah but i actually don't get any any backlash to be honest i try and stay as far away as i can as you know from anything that might be considered even a slight bit controversial mm. you know mm. um you know like um 
let's say i don't know lgbtq or anything that you know because yeah. a lot of people can take things the wrong way you know yeah, obviously i'll never say anything mm-hmm. you know to a to a minority group or make fun of a minority group you know intentionally yeah of course but i don't even want to sometimes i don't even want to mention it because you yeah. know what i mean i just because yeah. i know what tiktok is and i've seen people can just bandwagon mm. one person says something mm-hmm. and then people just bandwagon because they want to sound smart as well and then and then happens. they and repeat I've, it they're yeah. like didn't you do that one thing and i'm like no somebody wrote a comment that's that your I did. legacy yeah exactly <laughs> right exactly that one thing like cancel people just canceling for canceling sake they don't even mm. know where the train's going or any info any i've been background. canceled like 20 times i swear yeah, <laughs> oh yeah my I've, seen, bro, I've, I've seen your comments man and it's just like wow and and just i would to, be so irritated and just to give the people um a background pinky on you and why they're canceling can you just give the bigger background um as it relates to why people are um i guess or ignorant people are essentially trying to cancel you even though they can't um, it's really just a bunch of random stuff. Um, people got mad. The first thing I think that started it was I wore a sailor outfit that was like a crop top. Mm-hmm. And the Amazon listing that it was on said it was a schoolgirl outfit. And so people started saying I'm sexualizing minors. What? Which, yeah, it's really reaching. I, <sighs> I mean, idols everywhere wear like sailor outfits and it's part of fashion i really don't think of it as like a children's outfit especially because Mm. it's cropped with strawberries on it and i've never seen a school where kids wear that but that was where it started so now there's like this this idea i get a lot of comments saying i'm fetishizing japanese culture or Mm. i'm fetishizing minors which is really gross to me but i mean people are gonna Mm. say whatever they want and they're young again so like like Saite said, they're just recycling whatever somebody else said. So I get a lot yeah. of comments that will be like, isn't she the one that fetishizes Asian culture? And then With, they throw the they, words around. Right, right. And they, so it's like harmful to people that are actually being fetishized and stuff like that. Yeah. I feel like it's it's mm. kind of um, watering it down a little bit instead yeah. of focusing yeah. on the real issue. No, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's always going to be people who are going to be like, um, oh, they they throw the word fetishization around a lot and um, Mm -hmm. appropriation as well. They throw that Mm -hmm. word around. I get that one a lot too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) And it's Mm -hmm. just, I don't know. I mean, I can understand why people might kind of, you know, look at you and your content and be like, oh, is she? But then when Mm -hmm. you realize, you know, who you are and the fact that you've, again, lived in Japan, lived the culture, know it and appreciate Mm -hmm. it, then, you know, and just enjoy parts of the the fashion and the culture, then there's nothing really wrong with that. For no, me, I, I just, I think anime is like really popular right now. And I think mm. you're, you do kind of similar content, Saite. Like I would kind of like to get people to know the other subcultures that Japan has to offer. Mm. Like for me, it's the Japanese fashion and stuff. So that's why mm. I include a lot of that subculture in my music and in my um, content. Because it's like people aren't really aware of it right now. And I think it's really cool. So, like, the more knowledge, the better. Absolutely. Mm. Um, you know, Japan is more than just anime. You know, they, right. they've given us games. They gave us the Walkman. So, um, absolutely. And I think all credit to you um, for, you know, showcasing those other different cultures with, or subcultures within anima, anime within Japan. So, 
Um, I, I, I was. I remember. The, I can't remember the specific quote, but I was. Um, I know there's a book called How to Win Friends and Influence People, and really, when it comes to like influencing people, when someone has already made their mind up, this isn't a specific quote, but when someone's made their mind up, it's hard to change it, and especially when you're young and impressionable as well, and you're just following the crowd, as it were. You know, if there's a lot of people saying the same thing or jumping on the wagon you, just for jumping on the wagon's sake, you don't even know what the, the reason why you're jumping on it. It just kind of escalates that way. Um, and I was listening to another guy and he basically said, obviously, we just went into, into a pandemic. But really, since the Internet age um, um, and especially in the last, I'll say, five to ten years, we're really in an infodemic as relates to people mm. not understanding information. Um, and just basically either reading the headline or just listening to someone's take on something without actually doing the research. Because mm-hmm. similar to you, I'm older in age. And, you know, back in the day when you'd write essays and stuff like that, you'd have to find the counter argument as well as the argument right. before you do your, do your conclusion. Right now, someone's just like, oh, I saw the headline. So they must be that without mm. doing any background checks or any kind of due diligence. So, yeah, it's just crazy. Exactly. Um, this is what I was saying, especially with um, this is a problem I have with um, social media, with um, trends and issues. You know, people start reposting stuff from mm. random pages without any credibility. So mm-hmm. let's say, you know, there's a news article, oh, a person killed and stabbed and, and this and that. You know what I mean? And then they kind of obviously there's there's truth to some of these. But, you know, these the thing I don't like about social media is that they kind of take random posts from random pages and then repost them as if they were facts i mean they could mm. be facts but there's no way to to kind of prove like because you know a lot of the time they're just like in quote format like there's no yeah. there's no you know background evidence or whatever. and then you get all these young people and it's circulating this and sharing it and reposting and it's just like this is why i don't really and then you get people who ask me like why why don't you kind of do you not you know um do you not support this cause? Are you not, you know, do you not stand up for this kind of thing? And I'm just like, yeah, I do. But, you know, that doesn't mean necessarily mean reposting random things that I see on Instagram Ooh. without any credibility. Because I don't know if if this is actually a true fact or whatever. Yeah. Because I feel like that happens a lot. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, we'll move on. We'll move off from <laughs> slagging off young people. Now, Jake, young people, we love you. You know, we love you. Um, so moving on. So in terms of anime, um, I know you mentioned to me, Saito, you're kind of in and out of anime. Like, so is there any anime maybe you're watching now or you have seen in the past that you really liked? Yeah. So people are always surprised to know that I don't actually watch that much anime i'm not i don't consider myself an anime watcher mm-hmm. and i have watched some and really enjoyed it like um as i was saying earlier um attack on titan is one of the best things that i've gen i've watched genuinely i mm, really love the show yeah but there are some animes like popular ones that i've tried to watch and they just don't grip me enough like with attack on titan and tokyo ghoul like something interesting had happened in the first episode and it made me want to watch on mm. but uh recently i tried maybe a few months ago i tried watching um jojo's bizarre adventure yeah tried watching maybe like four episodes you didn't like and by it the fourth episode <laughs> it just felt like a it didn't not enough was happening it just felt like try watching it after smoking a bunch of weed it gets a lot more interesting <laughs> really that's interesting a lot of another thing people would probably be surprised to hear is that i don't actually smoke either i don't smoke anything that's there fine this, mate yeah that's there was this fine. one time um i guess you should i have watch tried weed brownies 
I have tried mm. reed brownies, um, and that was a whole thing because the worst thing to try. I <laughs> like, overdosed, <laughs> and yeah. I was tipsy, and then I was with a bisexual friend who I was convinced was trying to get with me and take it <laughs> It was a whole thing. It was really, really bad. Oh my God. But I never felt so vulnerable in my entire life. Like I was teleporting and time froze for like four hours. That was the only time. Dude, that's the worst thing. He was saying some pretty sus do. stuff. I'm not going to lie, man. Yeah, in your head, because you were, like, blessed. No, I, no, no, no. no. On, on a real, though, I did actually have my phone out recording myself for fun, and I did get some of the sus stuff he said okay. on, on camera. Yeah, and it was just like... And I showed it to some of my friends, and I was just like, yeah, that is kind of sus. But then that just shot my paranoia straight up and then and then we started talking in japanese he's a white guy and we started talking in japanese as well <laughs> just like sam are we dead <laughs> did you, if you killed me it's okay you can tell me <laughs> that's just like funny yeah anyways that's what yeah so oh that one experience that's, that's hilarious that PTSD. <laughs> worst experience like, no i'm not gonna lie it was generally the worst it, scariest experience i've ever had like i never oh, felt yeah, so much sure. fear in my life <laughs> and it was just me and him brownie. yeah yeah he homemade the brownies he homemade oh, the drinks so i was just so I was, and it was just us two and he was just like yeah i invited a bunch of friends but no one turned up so i was just like oh was this your plan because i hadn't known him for too long i hadn't known him for too long so i was just like oh was this your plan all along kind of thing <laughs> <laughs> and um Oh mate, maybe it was yeah. his plan. Who knows? But um, yeah. maybe it was. But I managed to get out of there eventually. <laughs> oh, after time, fair enough. Time Those resumed. brownies are no joke, man. The homemade because, like, I don't know how it is in the UK, but in the states we have dispensaries, like in mm. LA. Mm. So you know how much you're getting. So yes. like regularly, I'll eat like a five milligram, and half of it is CBD, so it helps calm you down. Mm -hmm. But that's like completely different than what you took. I, you. You could have taken something that was like a hundred milligrams. Maybe, it, yeah. I mean, he told me how much to take. He said he made them. He said he tested them. He said, that, you know, they're 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 not strong, so that we can actually enjoy the taste what? of the brownie. He told me how much to take, and I was just like, "Are you sure? I don't Sus. really want to." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What? He made the drinks, and then he was just like, "Okay, finish Sus. your drinks. And finish. You're making too much noise. Finish your drinks, and let's go to bed." And I was just like, <laughs> "Your mates, let's go to bed." I usually, yeah, and he said that multiple times. Finish your drink, and let's go to bed. And I was just like. I usually sleep in the living room whenever I sleep here. So why, why would I want to go to your bedroom? And she's like, you're just making too much noise. And, I'm, and then I, that was when the good high switched. That's when it turned into a bad high. And I was just like, mm. what are you trying to do? And he was just like, listen, I'm not trying to do anything. You can touch. I'm not hard. Yeah. Check Whoa. for yourself. Yeah. He's, Whoa. that's what I'm saying. And then, Whoa. and then time stopped. Like I black, I didn't black out, but it's just like, I next thing I know, I was on the other side of the room and then I went to reach for my phone and then the battery was dead and I was just like wait oh I swear I just had God. my phone in my and then time stopped again I was on the other side of the room and he was following me around <laughs> with a smile on his face trying to and I was just like what? and I was just like is this real is this real what is actually going on right now and he's just like it's okay it's okay come up onto the balcony come onto the balcony smell the flowers and I was just like why do you oh, sound like probably smiling because you were high <laughs> no, no 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 exactly no exactly it, i think so but it, it felt so creepy at the time because literally just walking around following me around his yeah. apartment with a smiley face on it and it was just me and him in his apartment high-rise building like there was no way i could you know yeah. leave i didn't i didn't have much control over my body so i was just like oh my god is this 
this is what's going to be on the news. They're just going to be like, this is what's going to be on the news. <laughs> These are my last life. moments. Yeah, exactly, Literally, right? no, that was going through my mind. And I was just like, oh my God, I didn't even call my mom. And I should have called her more in the last oh, two years. Oh, you were so high. That's hilarious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> funny. I was shaking as well. I was just like, is this normal to shake someone? I wonder how much he's put in there. In terms oh, of he said that they were, guys. I couldn't taste it. I couldn't taste it. And he said that they were light. But I think I'm just very, I was probably very susceptible to it. I'm not going to lie. Because it was your first time. It was like, my first food. time. And I had yeah, drinks. That's... I was a little bit tipsy as well because I'm a lightweight as well. I only had you two cocktails. You effed up, bro. <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny, man. I've, I've had similar stories when I go to my cousins because um, they're into like CBD and um, all that. Um, what's it called? What's the word? Not narcotics. What's the other word? What's the, what is the word for them? Now? Oh, psychedelics. Psychedelics, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or psychedelics, and you know they were telling me about DMT and how you can get a, you can get a good high or that's um, or a bad high. Sounds like you had a good high, which went into a bad high. Yeah, it was good for a good 20 minutes. And then <laughs> once he said, finish your drinks and go to bed, it just switched. It's that switch up, yeah, in yeah. your mind. You you can, I got that switch on camera as well, you know, because I was recording <laughs> myself for the good high. I was, going, I was recording myself for the good high. And I switched. I'm, I'm just waiting for the right time to share it because yeah, I still can't yeah, watch yeah. it. It's painful to watch. Oh, that's like. funny. <laughs> when you do share it, tag me and I've got to see yeah, yeah. this. I will, I will. That's too funny. Um, I haven't actually watched anime whilst um, I'm being high, but may try it Evangelion high? Literally. That would be trippy. <laughs> that would be trippy. That would be trippy, actually. Um but yeah, no. Nah. But you didn't like Jojo's Bizarre Adventures. You just well, said it wasn't you know what? Weird. I'm just saying it was a slow start, and by the fourth episode, it started to feel like a chore to watch. Mm. Like I, obviously, I know by the fourth episode, you, nothing interesting can really happen. But mm. I felt with a lot of the stuff that I've watched, like you know, let's say One Punch Man, I liked um, Attack on Titan, Tokyo Ghoul. By the fourth episode, I was already hooked onto the series. Do you know what mm. I mean? Mm. Um, Demon Slayer I liked and to be fair it took me a good eight episodes to actually get into it and by the end of it I really and really liked it I went through it I went through it because <laughs> someone um, someone actually asked me to watch it like they actually um, a friend of mine actually wanted to know if I liked it or not because she thought it was overrated so I was kind of watching it mm-hmm. for someone else at the same time so I was just like you know it was like a review kind of thing so I pushed through, but if I wasn't, if I hadn't been watching it for the friend, then I mm. probably would have stopped as well. But by the end, I really liked it. So that's what I mean. I'm sure I could enjoy JoJo's Bizarre Adventure if I p- managed to push through, but it's hard, man. To no, it's fine. Look, it's you, each each their own. own. Like, there's no, you're not, it's not forced to like anything. Again, it's one of those things, oh, because I like it, you have to like it kind of thing. You know how anime community is, yeah. but... Nah, if you don't like it, you don't like it. It's Eventually, fine. I will. Eventually, I, I do want to <clears throat> appreciate it. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I mean, I loved it. I just loved the whole... It was different to all the other animes I've seen. Mm. I love the ending song as well. Yes, Roundabout. Um, that's a great, great song. Um, and mm. yeah, I just thought it was a good It was a good anime. But what about you, Pinky? Um, you you into anime? What are you currently watching? Um. Well, I'm kind of like Saite. Like, a lot of people think that I'm into anime because of, like, my interest in Japanese culture. Yeah. But unfortunately, I don't know why I've had the same issues where I'll, like, watch a a show and I'll be like, oh, my God, why is this so slow? It's Mm. taking forever to start. Mm. I don't know if I have, like, a really small attention span. But, like, Mm. one of my favorite animes, it's called Backstreet Girls or Goku Dorusu. And it's about these, um, these three guys that were in the Japanese mafia, the Yakuza. 
And I guess they messed up. So their boss, they were like, oh, my God, he's going to kill us. They thought they were like dead. And then the boss was like, no, you're going to go. You're going to get a sex change and become idols. So like, <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. It's like What's so stupid. So it's called Backstreet Girls. It's on Netflix. I'll go check that out. It's my favorite anime. Like, it's so dumb. I've watched it like three times, though. It's so funny. Oh, so I, I I feel like I need something that's like very funny. Oh, you and love I feel prison like- school. You love prison school. Oh, I'll check that out. Yeah, prison school is funny. It's so they're making like a lot of references to Japanese at or idol culture too. Like kind of making fun of it almost. And so I mm. feel like that's I I really like seeing the aspects of Japanese culture in anime too. Mm. But especially being in the idol world for a while, it's like really funny to see. Like these men's reaction, like there's one scene where they're doing a handshake event where these guys pay to handshake the idols. And so like you're seeing these idols, but their thoughts are these men, like these Yakuza men. So like this guy comes in and he's like, oh, I John, will you will you please hold my my underwear? Will you please? And then the guy in his mind, he's like, what the is going on? So it's like these men have to deal with it. It's pretty funny. Is it an old anime or a newer one? Um, I don't think it's super old, but I, you know what? I don't know. You can Google it. I'll definitely have to check that out. Um, has it got like um? It sounds it's got like that um kind of as I would say um. There's a lot of sexual innuendos in it. Is that is that would I be right in saying that, Um, or or is it just that one scene? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yes, in terms of the whole thing, or just that one scene. Sorry, I'm so desensitized. I don't, I don't remember. Um, I I think so. There's probably a little bit. Okay, fair enough. Um, It's just like um, I know prison school has a lot of that stuff where there's a lot of sexual innuendos and stuff like that, but. It's quite funny. Um, I love Japanese humor as well. And right. one thing you guys, because obviously you both speak Japanese, when you're watching or when you have watched anime in Japanese, does it actually translate to the subtitles? Because I've noticed that, well, my brother told me when he was living with a Japanese roommate at university, they mentioned that when you're listening to Japanese and you're watching subtitles in English, you can sometimes miss the contextual mm-hmm. relevance. Is that true? from your experience i think it's more of like because like i said a second ago when you speak in different ways in japanese it has Mm. a totally different vibe so that's another thing about like that yakuza anime that's so funny because the way sometimes these girls will speak in like old man yakuza japanese but their voices are like this and so (laughs) that really adds to the humor i feel like and i've had some issues like not issues but i've noticed when my friends can't speak Japanese, they don't really get the certain humor in some anime. And I feel mm. like that's where it's lost. It's it's more just like the way of speaking, not the direct translation. Yeah, lost in translation. There are some mm-hmm. things that you can't directly translate. Mm. And that's okay. why they need to make it. If you did try directly translate it, then it would sound weird. I see. So sometimes you have to, you have to when translating, you have to put things in a way that makes it sound natural in English. But okay. then when you do that, sometimes you, yeah, you lose the kind of essence of of what they intended with the Japanese. Yeah, like a lot sense. of Gyaru characters, they just give them like this valley girl accent. And mm. I, I don't like it. Like, I I sound like one of those people. But that's the, those are the times where I'd rather watch it in Japanese. 
Yeah, I see what you mean. Mm. I see what you mean. I mean, yeah, that makes sense, actually. That makes sense. So how did you both get into, and you may have touched upon this, but how did you both get into content creation? Like, what were some of your sources of inspiration? And also, how did you come up with your names? Uh, Pinky, you can go first, because Saite always goes first. So, Pinky, let's switch it up. Switch (laughs) it up. Yeah, what happened to ladies first? Yeah, Saite, always just pushing in. I know know you're not one of, I know you're not weak, you know, you're quite empowered. Right, right. I'm feeling you as a Oh, gosh. Um, Wow, I just got distracted. What was the question? Oh, no, no. um, The question, (laughs) the question was, how how did you both get into into content creation? creation? Yeah. And what was, what was some of your inspirations? And also another question to tag on to that is how did you come up with your name? Okay, so whenever I was in high school and I wanted to be an idol in Japan, I actually started by making YouTube videos. Mm. Um, These dance videos were really popular back then, but I would do the dance and then I would also record myself singing. And I feel like that wasn't really being done back then. And then I also would stream on something called Nikonama, which was like a very anime otaku type of um, streaming service. So that's how I kind of started. And then I stopped the whole idol thing. I did an audition for a big Japanese label called Avex. They did an international audition. So I did a audition for Missouri and then New York. And I made it to the final round in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. And I ended up signing with them. Wow. Um, but unfortunately, like I was going through uh, dance lessons and singing lessons. But they thought that like the way I spoke in Japanese and the subcultures I knew about was interesting. And they were like, hey, you should start a YouTube channel. Like we went, this was like before YouTubers were really a thing in Japan at all. This was like back in 2014. Okay. And they were like, we want you to be a YouTuber. And I was like, a YouTuber? Like what? What does that mean? They're like, yeah, just record yourself. Like talking about anime and stuff. And I'm like, what? But I did. I just did what they told me without thinking. And I somehow like years later, my YouTube channel was pretty, pretty popular in Japan. Like, People were coming up to the street and being like, are you Natalia Natchan? And it was kind of cool, That's but I was crazy. like, I don't really want to do you. Like, I didn't come here to be a YouTuber. So mm. I started making music and um, my TikTok, like people told me that was a really good way to promote my music. Mm-hmm. So mm. I started doing that. Um, I stream on Twitch too. But basically everything, I just, it's kind of centered around music now, not as much YouTube. Mm. Okay. But yeah, okay. that's oh, my nice. long story about how I started. No, no, it's a good story. And we'll have listeners. We'll have all as we do all our, all our guests' links in the in the show notes, so you can go and check out her Twitch, YouTube, TikTok, and also I'll have links to the different songs because I have listened to some of your songs. Hence why I referenced one of the line in the in the yeah, beginning, yeah, um, which was Thank which you. is cool. So, but yeah, go for it, Saito as well. How did you? get inspired and get into content creation and how did the name come about you know what the con the tiktok thing i've always wanted to be in the public eye for something but Mm. i was never sure what for because i always had some kind of creative talent you know i've always been a creative person but and i've always wanted to to be big for something you know and i've kind of i'd been planning a youtube channel for years and i procrastinated and i never got around to it and then TikTok came along, and then I was just like, oh, it's a, just a bunch of cringy kids dancing. I don't really think <laughs> yeah. I like that. Right. Yeah, so I, I wasn't interested in it for a long time, but I downloaded it, 
um, last summer just to see what the hype was. Wow, you've only done wow, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, not a lot of people have that done that in awesome. the last year. Like the big, big followings uh, that you see now, it's mm. only been it's only been a result of like a year and a half. Like oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very recent because TikTok only became a thing. Think. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was only just right at the beginning of the of COVID. So that's when everyone hopped on TikTok. And then I started making a few um, videos. Like I've always been into comedy. So I was just like, hey, mm. let me try making a few skits because it looks like this app looks like it was, you know, it's pretty easy to do skits on it. So I started making a few English skits. Um. So I didn't start off with the Japanese thing. So mm. English skits, you know, I got, you know, a few thousand views here and there. Nothing major at all. Mm -hmm. And then I posted this video. I followed this trend called um, um, watch me grow out of my something something phase. So it's basically like mm. a, gro a glow up. Yeah. Yep. So like a montage of, of where you were basically an ugly duckling and you glue, glue up. So my video was called I jumped on the trend and I posted a video called watch me grow out of my I want to be Japanese face. So I just <laughs> went through my whole weeb cringe phase yeah. you know, with, this, when, with the relaxed straight hair and all that <laughs> stuff <laughs> and the keychains and the. Yeah, no, the video, the, the, I thought I looked so cool, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I thought I looked so cool. Hey, it's okay, back. we've all been there. <laughs> yeah, uh... yeah, I think a lot of Japanese creators have all been there. Um, but that's the first video that ever went viral. That got like, um, I think it's sitting at maybe 3 million views on TikTok awesome. or something. Awesome, yeah. Um, and that was before I even started doing the Japanese stuff. And then I made a few more videos. Um, and then... Yeah, maybe about three, four videos after that blow up, blew up. I was just like, let me try making a, a Japanese video. Like what life was like in Japan or kind of like, you know, a relatable experience for a foreigner living in Japan. And that did quite well. That got like a, a few thousand, few hundred thousand views. And then I made a few more, made a few more. And then eventually that just became my thing. And then I kind of, they were all based on true stories at first. Well, they are, there's always some kind yeah, of some truth, truth yeah. stories. Yeah, but at the beginning, they were literally just all my true stories. Then obviously, you know, you run out of stories and then there's, now I need to think about, you know, my own comedy. So a lot of them are kind of, yeah, based on true things and kind of blew into, they, they I blow them out of proportion now kind of thing. So I kind of refined my, my comedy mm -hmm. style, I guess, over this last year just in skits maybe improve my quality a little bit mm. punchlines and so no, yeah it's funny, very man. yeah it's very recent for me but um yeah my I favorite think this is... video oh, is the one? one where you did the um the murderer when he's oh, walking through the house yeah. <laughs> and you're like business. yeah that was a really good you know what i'm gonna have to be honest about that one i actually saw a meme on that day and that was it was like a comic strip meme and that was basically mm. it. So I basically remi remade the meme. Well, you killed it. That one. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Again, so, my roommate, she's like a big fan and she's like, oh my God, have oh, you really? seen that? And I was like, yeah, 10 times. Really? Oh, that means so much. Thank you so much. Jeez. Um, fans, 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 fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's all it's all quite new to me but i feel like i finally found what i was meant to do mm. which is comedy and also i started i picked up music two years ago which hasn't been long but you know i start now you know comedy and music i'm kind of starting to find my mojo and my sense of purpose and, and all that kind mm. of stuff so i'm grateful for tiktok to, to kind of, they kind of gave me momentum they gave me the mm. exposure and um yeah with my music i started doing my music just before 
um, TikTok. So the music was actually first. And Saite basically means the worst in Japanese. It's translated oh, to okay. the worst. And it's, I don't know, I just wanted to, I was trying to be deep and poetic and yeah. sentimental. You know what I mean? Because it's like, <laughs> when Saite, it's the worst. Yeah, you know, exactly. Are we the worst? It's yeah. the worst of us. <laughs> no one is the You know, the worst part just, of ourselves. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's supposed to be ironic because, you know, I could have easily named myself Psycho, which means the best, but then I feel like it's kind of still a bit too surface level. But Psycho yeah, sounds sure. a bit more deep. No one really knows what it means until they ask, you know? Mm. And then eventually, you know if i end up blowing up and getting you know big off of my music then it's just like oh saite is technically the best but he's still called the worst, the worst. you know it's yeah. just like a like a, there's so many things you can do with that the best yeah, and the worst the yeah, worst. yeah, that's where I came, yeah it's like one of the first names i came up with so i was just like you know what let that's me cool. let me run with that now i like that i like that yeah. i really like that and then speaking of music let's get into it let's segue into Noughts and crosses because Noughts and crosses. you know yeah. so just to give people a bit of context you know i'm just uh sitting in my room uh watching anime going through my emails and then i see um loads um as met as part of all the emails i see your email come through and then i open it up like, oh, okay interesting because i have had other people no offense to you guys but i haven't actually put you on the show sorry anyway moving on but yeah um so i was like is this gonna be another one of those so but i i do and to the people who are listening i do actually listen to everyone it's more so a case where is it is it the right fit is it for mm. us and so on and so forth mm. um we one thing we value on the show is just being authentic and true to ourselves i'm not going to invite someone just for clout or things like that, is actually I invite people who I'm Unless interested in. Unless it was Drake. Oh, of course, yeah, of course, <laughs> of course. But then, do you know what? Actually, you saying that if Drake didn't know anything about anime, I don't think I would. Really? I hear no, he does. Does, does he? I, I well, again, just taking from the headlines, I yeah. read something that said he's an anime nerd or some something okay. like that. I mean, everyone, like you mentioned, is jumping on the anime bandwagon yeah, as right. it were. But yeah, I mean, I would have to do some like i did with you guys some some um, due diligence and some research into mm. actually they are into anime but yeah, 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 yeah. there's no point i mean if because like i know snoop dogs into anime and he leaves he reads like naruto manga and stuff like that so wow. i would love to get him on the show one day in the future but i'm but, sure it'll happen man just keep ooh, pushing yeah just keep For pushing sure. yeah but yeah i know um there are certain artists um who are into anime but yeah so as i'm going back to the story so then i clicked on the youtube link you sent and then I just said a oh, na na do na do me oh, hey, okay, you piqued my interest. Yeah. And then you basically the way you did um the sample you use for that and the loop and then you mm. just come in noughts and crosses. Then oh mate. And I was like, okay, okay, we got a winner, people. We got a winner. <laughs> oh, um, that's and that's yeah, so you're nice, both both of you guys, your flow on the song is amazing. Like you ride Thank the beat you. well. Um, and the way you transition, and I've listened to your other songs as well, the way you transition from English into Japanese and then back into English is so mm. lit, so, so lit. So whilst me just giving you praise and praise and praise, what is the background? And I know you've sent a, a that was in a PDF, but for people who didn't mm. get the PDF, <laughs> what is the background of Noughts and Crosses? You know, you mentioned you want to introduce a new sound, as it were. Yeah, <clears> so basically me and Pinky were, um, we've been planning to collab for months, about maybe, what, se six, seven months in the making, and it just never kind of, we're both kind of busy, so we exchange a few beats and stuff, but mm. never really, like, you know, um, 
went all the way and then mm. obviously squid game came out yeah. and i heard um you know diggity big rapper in the uk mm-hmm. he came up with this um he started to tease this squid game sample that that he was about to rap on basically he teased this new song and i was just like oh damn i should have done the squid game thing i was just like i was beating myself up i was just like i should have used the squid game sample and then i was just like you know what maybe i could still do it for fun and and see Mm. what i come up with and i made the beat and i was just like wow this actually you know Oh, you made of, a beat yourself, yeah? Yeah, yeah, I made the oh, beat. Oh, sweet. On um, what, 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 um, uh, three Ableton. Or, Ableton. Ableton, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Sick. So I made it and I was just like, this has so much potential. I think I prefer this to, to Digger D's beat, to be honest. Mm. And I was just like, you know, he's the only other artist I've seen doing it. So who knows? Maybe I could release my own one as long as it's just a different song, different concept. And then a few months, well, maybe a few weeks prior to that, Pinky was just like, hey, we should, we should um, finish our song. We should you know collab so when i was making the beat i was i was just like should i collaborate with someone on this or should i take it on my own i was just like hmm maybe i've been meaning to collaborate with pinky so let me send the beat to her and see see what she thinks because she says because obviously she has a completely different style she um Mm -hmm. you know you probably listen to her stuff yeah so but she said she wanted to yeah and she said she wanted to hop on something a little bit heavier a little bit more Mm. you know grimy a little bit more hip-hop or drilly so i was just like "Hmm, maybe i should keep her in mind for this one just because you know there's such a contrast mm-hmm. and i'm really into the idea of <clears throat> i'm quirky in the sense that i like the idea of you know bringing two worlds together mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. jay-z doing, park all that stuff yeah yeah exactly so pinky's very good at what what she does and i've noticed that mm-hmm. pinky's actually a very good musician and a lot of people wouldn't really Let's say drill fans, you proper UK drill fans, mm. they hear Pinky on on a on a drill beat. They're just like, "What the hell's going on here?" But the fact that she's done it, I I knew that she would be able to do it in her. She style. smashed I just, it. She I just wanted it. her to do her mm. on the beat so that we could see like this is what happens when you mix UK drill with you know someone like Pinky and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to make drill a little bit more accessible to Pinky's fans and make you know pinky's sound a little bit more accessible to uk drill fans and then i kind of bring it together and then yeah and then i kind of twiddled around with it i sent it to pinky she was just like yeah i actually really like it but i wasn't satisfied enough with the beat i was just like there's something missing from the beat i really don't like Mm. i feel like i can go harder but i really don't know what it is so i tinkered around with it for hours and i was just like okay yeah i definitely found (laughs) <laughs> what I like. and then I sent it back to Pinky and she's just like yeah this is sick this is sick it was crazy I was like in my car and I turned it on and I had those 808s <laughs> oh really the, the 808s bro like, drew right. 808s or something else man <laughs> no the song is fire honestly listeners yeah. after you listen to this podcast again the links will be in the show notes Pinky talk, talk to me about you know you got the beat you had the 808s um, how did you I guess what was your what was the flow in your head in terms of coming up with the lyrics and things like that? Um, um, yeah, just talk to me about when you first heard the beat and so on and so forth. Um, to be honest, at first I was kind of nervous about it because, again, like you said, it's I'm not used to the drill sound. Mm-hmm. But I think when you added like the trap breakdown, it really helped me be able to flow a little better. Yeah, can you ask for the trap breakdown? I remember now. Just like, right. oh, this would sound really good with a trap breakdown. Mm. And I, I really think it, I like how it turned out. I like how it switches up. Like yes. you did the switch up amazing. Yeah. How you produced it. And then 
like I don't know, Saite is very lyrical, so he he made like a lot of references and a lot of wordplay, mm-hmm, and I was mm-hmm, like, all right, mm-hmm. I have to kind of match that energy. So I tried to kind of go back and forth between writing something personal, but at the same time making the references seem kind of similar to Squid Game to make mm-hmm. it like kind of personal to me, but also as if a, one of the people from Squid Game was singing it. Mm, okay. No, it I have, was absolutely I have watched fine. it, by the way. I did watch it in the end. What, Thank God, yeah, finally. Yeah. Yeah, I watched it in preparation for this. Because I hadn't, I'm not going to lie, I hadn't watched the show when I made this song. Really? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Exposed. Then, yeah, oh, exposed. Now, now we got to cancel him. <laughs> but I watched it now, and I, you know, it was more or less. Oh, did you, you know, watch the, it whilst, whilst um, having a brownie? <laughs> no, I'm joking. No, no, no. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, the first couple episodes I watched, I was high, and I was like, "Is this really this violent? Like, what yeah, is going on?" It's absolutely yeah. mad. Yeah. It's it absolutely was, mad. It's crazy. It was a good show. I loved it. It is a really good show. Yeah. Um, and then, so obviously, you've you've got the song out now. You're putting press releases out. Um, mm. You know, what's the obviously the hope is you know number one billboard all around world tour. You know, to be <laughs> honest, I'm joking, it's a but good yeah. song. It's a good yeah. song, but it was only supposed. I don't know. I feel like this is a, a side release for both of us. I feel like we've sure. both got other like or on a flagship or main mm. songs that we want to yeah. push. It was so last minute too. It was last I think minute. They were just yeah. like, let's do this now. Doesn't sound last minute, guys. And sometimes also, you know. Thank Things you. that don't take long are actually because um what's that song that look literally took twenty minutes to write or make and it's like number one ah uh, it's made by Papier and Tory Lanes but anyway um mm. there was a song that they did I think it's I ain't I ain't been broken a minute or something like that and mm. the guy said he made a song in like twenty minutes the 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 beat yeah. so sometimes you know. It, it's just sometimes that's better because yeah, you're not sitting there trying to be a perfectionist. Yeah. Like I was just in the studio with my friend yesterday and he showed me the sample of a beat he was doing mm. and then he just started adding drums to it. And then I just started writing lyrics and like we made something yeah. really cool, yeah, yeah, which yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have been able to do if I was just like picking at everything and trying mm. to make it perfect. Yeah. Very true. Unfortunately, that's how my producing and songwriting process goes most of the time. It ta- it does take me days to produce a beat to the point where I'm like, okay, I, I'm, I wanna. My my writing process is so messed up because I produce most of my beats as well. I I end hard, up yeah. yeah I end up rapping or making the song melody before the beat's finished so that I don't forget mm-hmm. it and then I'm. And I'm just like, and then I end up like constructing Same. the beat as I'm doing the lyrics. So then yeah. it just becomes a whole, yeah, it's not efficient at all. But when I'm inspired, yes. if I'm inspired b- b- by the beat, I'm just like, okay, let me just hit record before I forget it. Let me just, while I'm inspired. And then mm. it just goes on and on and on. And then for the next three days, I'm there just trying to tweak it. And, you know, I am still, because I'm still an experience. I haven't been producing beats for that long. So I, you know, I still need to streamline my process, make it a bit more mm. efficient. But yeah, yeah, I remember you saying you were like, I, I should probably leave the beat alone now or else I'm never <laughs> yeah, going to yeah. finish it. I was it. just thinking I was stressing. I was just like, oh, you know, I've been here for hours trying to figure out what it is that that is not hitting hard enough for me. And Piggy was just like, yeah, just calm down, bro. Calm down. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's fire. Like, like some Texas yeah. accent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> calm down. <bro>. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Okay. So 
Do you guys make fun of American accents? All the time. <laughs> Let me yeah. hear it. Let me hear it. No, I'm joking. No, I'm joking. Howdy, y'all. <laughs> that was no. great. To say something about how we microwave our tea or something. Y'all oh, microwave yeah, you your don't... tea? Y'all microwave. Oh, wait. I was about yeah, to say that. I don't know. <laughs> I saw this post on Twitter. My friend, for some reason, was really offended. She's like, all these British people are getting mad because Americans don't use electric kettles. You don't have kettles. Like, That's not a thing in America, do you know? is it? It, it is a thing. Some pe- I mean, it's not because I feel like for you guys, you know, with your crumpets and tea, like that's a <laughs> household tea. staple. <laughs> that thing, Americans also make fun of us. They do. Like it's, all the time. Banter, Every, and it's always sure. like oh, the Queen's sure. language as well. It's always like the Queen's language when you guys mimic us. Yeah. Uh, There's so many like, accents in the UK. But yeah. They, Listen, yeah. though, I love like, I love the, I don't, I don't know what accent it is. I guess does, okay, does, what, is chaff a bad word? No, no, nah, <laughs> nah, it's, it's fine. Chaff, cockney, yeah, that's what... Like, a more chavy kind of British accent, like, sounds so cool to me. I don't like the really, uh, like... Maybe it's the Queen's language, like you're yeah, saying. Yeah, 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 But, Queen's like, the English. really prissy. Yeah, Like, prissy. I knew this girl who was just mean, <laughs> and she would, like... Actually, like, two people. I knew two people who would talk in that accent. I was like, why? You just sound so mean mm. in that voice. That you want the all right, love? You want that fifth fish and chips, mate? Nine ninety nine. That's that the one. Oh yeah. <laughs> all, all right, all right. Got, mate. You're all right, Gaza. <laughs> all right, Gaza. How's it going, mate? <laughs> what is that? Like, is that a certain part of the UK? Or yeah, it's mainly like South London, um, Cockney accent. No, South London. Cockney's it's East London, isn't it? Is it East? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, East, East, East. And yeah, South yeah, London yeah. is just like it's not even British. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit more. Yeah, sorry, East definitely. What are you telling me? Um, and then you have North with Manchester and Liverpool. It's like, I can't even do it well. It's hard, man. Like, you can come from Liverpool. And, uh, again, we apologise if anyone's listening. Come from Liverpool. And then you have Birmingham, which is like, uh, what are you looking at me for? And stuff like It's just, yeah, it's crazy. Language yeah. is crazy. It's so crazy. Like, you it's can so literally cool, be... Yes. Oh, absolutely cool. Absolutely cool. But just crazy in a sense where... You could be, um, it is a far away, but in in the UK, you can be south and the north and literally the, the, the way you speak is so different and you could be on another side of the world and they write different characters and so on and so forth. But right. it's just, it's crazy. Like I'm, um, my parents are from Ghana and they speak tree and it's like different, oh, like, cool. it's just crazy, man. It's crazy. Language is just like you separate and then you create something that's universal that you can understand. And I don't know. But um, but that's not honestly. Back to the song, you guys. I, I whether it was um a happy um, coincidence or just more so a side project, I I really enjoyed it. I've listened to it a couple of um a couple of times. Um, Thank you. Man. And I've I've listened to your other songs as well. So, side I listened to the what's it called um something ghoul. Sorry, uh, what's London it called? ghoul. London ghoul. And yeah. you had it kind of has that same premise where you're using the. Uh, the um the the beat from Tokyo Ghoul to kind yeah, of yeah I'm feeling that like that's well. tr- I'm trying to make that my thing because I realize mm. people ex- I've got a lot of anime fans as in a lot of anime fan followers mm. so and they a lot of the time they ex- I'm not saying it's expected of me but you know I've I've done a few anime remixes or, or raps from the perspective of an anime character or from the animes that I've watched anyways like mm. you know um Aaron or um um what's his name Kaneki mm. and I was just like hey it's kind of a good idea to maybe use the beats from the openings or make a beat using you know the opening of the anime and kind of use references to of 
you know to the characters of the animes and, stuff. and people respond to it really well like especially london ghoul when i made a little teaser that was toss, yeah because yeah, that was actually just that was ju- literally just for tiktok i was never planning on making that a full song but because it oh, got really? like what, 300k wow. views yeah I was yeah just like, this could be it a good chance fire, to just man. push my music because people want to hear it so let me just complete the song mm. and you know it became one of my it became my, my most successful song um up until now you know nothing it's massive so, yeah. but you know it's no, it's good. Yeah, it's really, really good. Song, Video's so. nice as well. So congrats yeah, on that oh, as well, my, man. Um, shout out to my videographer, man. He's amazing, man. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, then, yeah. Your latest video was crazy. Thank you. Yeah. This, can you believe we kind of started around the same time? Like, he shot my first ever music video. Um, it was one just before London Ghoul. You didn't... No one got to see that, though, because it was a song that I didn't like anymore. It's like my first mm. release. But um, we kind of started growing together. And so we have like this working relationship and, you know, when someone has this exact same vision as you or he's when someone as determined Mm. as you to bring your vision to life, he's just, you know, he's just very good with his equipment. And yeah, I love the guy, man. You know what people would go crazy for if you did like uh, you incorporated the beat into the song or something like you've done with Golan. What's it called again? Um, Squid Game, Dragon Ball Z. If you could, Dragon Ball Z. if you could mm. uh, put in anything in like the dun 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 dun, dun and you do something create that, I, I mean, this is just me. You know, that's a good. Like, you know what? Let me. That, I'll check it out because I've never watched yeah. Dragon Ball Z, but I'll check it out for sure. Yeah, check it out, man. Like, and you there's there's other there's other different um thing openings and um end songs, but that's probably the most notable one. Really? So send me the name of send me the name of it. Yeah, I'll, it's called Rock I'll, the Dragon. I'll Rock send it Dragon. to you. Okay, cool. yeah, because yeah, I'm always yeah. looking for samples yeah yeah it's a yeah. bit more rock really yeah but it's it's it you you, it, you i think you could flow on that and, and you're talented so i think yeah oh, thank you, um man. and then yeah you can just uh rap on that um do some some magic as well and then also pinky uh i heard i listened to some of your tracks as well listen to hard candy and f4chan which again um like like um scientists said completely different styles but again, mm-hmm. I like your like your your fast flows in there. Thank you. Um, mm. It's really really cool. Like honestly, honestly love love the songs as well. I don't understand the Japanese, but you know. <laughs> yeah, it, I could be just speaking gibberish, and you wouldn't even know. <laughs> <laughs> nah, definitely not gibberish. I thought you know you maybe you you're telling us the meaning of life. You know, <laughs> nah, joking. Right? But... <laughs> yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> let's go with that. But no, nah, no, nah, honestly, um, to be honest, I, I, I listen to a lot of different. Um, and I know that um, people who listen to podcasts know this. I listen to a lot of different um, artists from around the world. So mm-hmm. I don't necessarily understand the language, but you can tell when the, someone's writing the beat well, when they're flowing well. So MHD from France, I don't know if you know him. Mm-hmm. He's an amazing guy. He does like sick drill, tra- um, Afro trap music in mm-hmm. France. Um I listen to obviously. French trap is like slamming. Yo, it's hard. So man. good. I, <laughs> I was like, what? Oh, mate, I'll send you some tracks. Fella move. Yeah. Fella move. Oh, it's so good. It's so, so good. Like, I had some French homies in Japan, and I remember we were hanging out at this bar, and they were just playing all of this French trap. And I was like, yo, I didn't know this was a thing. It's so good. Really? Yeah. Damn, man. It really is, man. It really is. I obviously, I listen to. Japanese I'm, music and stuff. Sorry, go on, Pinky. Yeah, I've just I've always really liked the trap sound, and then too, I'm really into like old school Memphis, like more like Southern. It's it's kind of a darker sound that we have in the states, and mm. so like I've always wanted to. 
I've always had this idea of like having kind of cutesy anime vocals, but like talking about hard stuff mm, and over a hard beat. Yeah. yeah. And I've exactly. always like wanted to do that, but I guess I had, I had kind of been nervous too. Cause I was like, nobody's done this before. And I don't really mm. want to like, if, if it's too weird, I feel like people aren't going to like it, mm. but eventually I feel like I got good at writing enough to where I could just do it, like hop on any beat. And so like my next project, especially it's just all hard, darker beats. And I think from now that's like, definitely the direction i want to go in like awesome. i can make a couple pop songs but mm. i prefer to go like the darker route because i really like the contrast again yeah you're very good you've refined you've refined your sound really well like thank you yeah, Appreciate the thing that you, yeah you're very good at what you do which is why i was just like i know not everyone in the uk would appreciate the switch up because it's too different but that's no 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 they will trust me they will that's not what it is about (laughs) no that's what i'm thinking that's what i'm saying like i'm sure a lot of pinkies fans you know won't really feel my bit and i'm sure a lot of uk drill fans won't won't appreciate pinkies but there will be people who are open-minded to appreciate the artwork for Mm. what it is Mm. you know what i mean like it is just like a work of art kind of and it's one of my favorite just sounds good it sounds good and you can tell that both people are playing their roles you know and coming together from two different right. worlds to you know do something that just sounds good you know what i mean yeah absolutely i think the, the what uh, and a lot of musical artists like jay-z um you think oh jay-z just listens to hip-hop and stuff like that but he says most of his inspiration of course comes from rap but he listens to like coldplay um or really? different yeah yeah <laughs> and because the thing is right if you listen to um and if you listen to just one sound you can't really venture off from, exactly. you know, and the fact that you're bringing two sounds together to either create mm. a new one or create a different mm. blend, it's something new, it's innovative, it's different. So exactly. I would say continue to do that. Reach out to people who may um, be different or something like that and yeah. just see, obviously it has to be somewhat of a match, but if there's, if there's, a, if there's some synergy there, then absolutely 100%. do it. Because I thought that worked absolutely well that that was abs- i love the whole kind of switch up and everything and you go back yeah. into it it yeah. was incredible it was incredible and i think um I, I think of songs that i've listened to where it's two different worlds coming together and i'm like first it's a bit shock of the system but then you look oh actually this is really good lincoln park mm-hmm. and jay-z encore that's one yeah um you know even what's it called um 99 problems with rick rubin like he's mm. he's a rock kind of thing and Jay-Z's a rap. He brought in 99 Problems is one of the most successful songs. So yeah, guys, just keep keep venturing off, keep meeting different artists. If they fit your vibe, fit your style, then do some magic, man. Do some magic. Yeah. <laughs> um you, no worries at all. Look, I've taken a lot of your time, so I'm just gonna leave it there and say thank you guys so so much, really. Thank you um, for having us on, man. No worries yeah, at all. No worries at all. Yeah, it's been a great time. I love that weed story. <laughs> Bro. I love making fun of your guys' accents. Oh, uh, yeah, really? don't worry. We do it all the time too. We do it all the time. Oh, uh, we but love making y'all fun of y'all accents too. No, I'm joking. It's crazy. <laughs> hey, that sounded really accurate. You're uh, killing it. No, but yeah, we do. Um, we uh, we do do the um you know the the mockery and you do it so so it's fine it's all for love and love yeah it's just banter it's man. all love and banter yeah but no honestly guys thank you so much as i mentioned so all the links to norton crosses um i'll put a link to um a couple of songs i liked especially from you guys in the show notes i have all your socials in there as well um is there any other places that they can find you other than tiktok twitch youtube 
and uh, Instagram. Saite on Spotify and, yeah. and Richardo TV. R-I-C-C-H-A-A-D-O-R. It's one of those things. You, you'll find it. Yeah, just I'll put a link in the show notes. Pinky with two eyes. Make it simple. Okay, Pinky with two eyes. That's perfect. And I just mentioned, honestly, you guys, um, thank you so much for coming on. Really, really appreciate it. Um, yeah, man. And oh, oh, before you go, actually, what is one thing, one thing that is interesting, an uh, interesting fact about you that no one knows? Oh, my God. You can't leave. You can't ask that. Right. Question. You got to prepare us <laughs> for this, no preparation bro. For that. <laughs> interesting fact that no one's. I think the I got one. Story. Okay, oh, you got one? one? Okay. All right, you guys ready for this? Yeah, I was homeschooled. Okay, nice. Oh, like your whole your whole life, your whole. Um, up until third grade, I went to private school, and my parents were very like strict with me. Mm. So like they homeschooled me, and then I flew off to Japan and. Really, I was homeschooled for a big uh, portion of my life as well. For real, three or four years. Yeah, my mom took me out year four when I was like eight. Because she that's w- crazy. Yeah, mm. she was just like they didn't tell her that I was failing at math, so she was just like made an impulsive decision, and she got mm. really pit, really upset um, for some reason. She was just like, you know what? I'll teach him myself, and she didn't. So I was just at home reading Bible stories. You have like the same life. What the <laughs> hell? Yeah. I know we both went what to Japan when we were on? nineteen. That's, that's crazy. crazy. That's and you I was like nine too when You're I started being well. homeschooled. And you both went. To I went. Japan b- at I went 19. back to secondary school. I went back to secondary school eventually. But okay, it, yeah, you but both yeah. went to Japan in nineteen. Dang, this is like some some what's it called? Uh, my uh, what's that? Ah, um, oh, what's going on with me today? What's that? Uh, paranormal. Oh, I know acti- what you're talking about. No, but... it's really annoying because it's X Files. Yeah, no, no, not X Files. Is that Dude. that's the sound though, right? Or no? No, that's the, the Twilight Zone. That's it. Twilight Zone. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. That's like some Wait, so how old are you stuff. again, Pinky? I'm 26. 26. Okay, so you went to Japan like two years before me then, because I'm 24. Yeah. Mm. Nice and young. Yeah. Take those two years of your life and do something yeah. good with them. <laughs> Bro, we're both we're both middle aged, man. We're in the same category, unfortunately. So as I mentioned, all socials will be in the show notes. Again, um superanimatepodcast.com forward slash contact us if you have anything you want to um say to us regarding the show. Um you can find us also on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and so on and so forth. I I I implore you to listen to the song because it's an absolutely amazing song, and I know the Superlights you will do as well. So um, thank you again so much, Saite and Pinky for coming on. Really appreciate it. Noughts and Crosses out now. <laughs> All right, Arigato thanks, When I speak Japanese, it's so bad. <laughs> Why are you doing? Hey, Super Family. As always, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the show. It takes less than 30 seconds. Doing so will allow us to grow the show and encourage us to keep putting out more content. In case you're wondering how to subscribe, rate, and review the show, just go to ratethispodcast.com forward slash superanimepodcast. That's super with three U's.
We will also leave a link to it in the show notes for you to go to as a simple way to subscribe, rate and review the show. We love your reviews, so please keep them coming and we will read them out in future episodes. Please do share this podcast with anyone you feel will enjoy the show. Finally, to keep the conversation going, we're super keen to hear your thoughts, questions and opinions on the show's discussion points. To get in contact with us, you can either leave a voice note via the mic on our website, superanimepodcast.com, that's super with three U's, or you can write a note via the contact section, superanimepodcast.com, forward slash contact. It's also in the show notes as well. Along with your email, please leave your name and location from where you're listening from, and we will be sure to shout you out and include some of your thoughts in the next and upcoming episodes. Have a great day wherever you are, and bye for now.